return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. To introduce the one and the only, the anointed one, the anointed one, Levi. Can I hug you? That's you can, good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Praise God. Are you happy to be here today? Yeah. Praise God. Father, we thank you today. We just worship you for your presence that is so evident today, this evening. We give you praise. Our hearts, our minds are open to hear your word, Lord. Uh, we receive of every blessing that you have of us today. For us today, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so, how do you like that, leading worship and, and preaching at the same time? It's so beautiful. Just moving in, into the, with the anointing, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to thank Pastor Dave, Pastor Jeannie, and Pastor Randon, the leadership of the church, and every one of you, and Roger, who gave a beautiful introduction of me today. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for all that we are doing for the Lord. We're doing so much for Jesus. And I just want you to be encouraged that God is doing so many things with your life. God is, I can see the impact of, of this church in, in many lives. You, you need to be spiritually alert to see that. God is really doing a lot. And I'm grateful to God for Pastor Dave and all of you who have given us the opportunities to share God's word. Amen. So I feel like we can go home because we've been ministered to, but so we can share the grace. But uh, I, I think we still need we need to hear more. I'm going to be talking about Christ, your righteousness. You know, there's um, there's a, when I was preparing and thinking about this message, there's a statement that we've been making here that I I'm not critical, but I want to bring that to our attention. I thought that we should look at it uh, again and again and look at what God's word says. And that statement is, nobody is perfect. How many of you have said that before? Just be honest. And, and it's, it's become like um, a regular communication every day. Oh, nobody is perfect. We are not perfect. So I have a question for you. When are you going to be perfect? When are you going to become perfect? We are already perfect. Listen, if you don't understand, like if we, I I believe in us agreeing with God and saying what God says about us. It's far better than talking and calling yourself what God has not called you. And real Christianity, Christianity actually begins when you begin to recognize who you are, how God sees you, and seeing yourself the, the same way God sees you. That's what Christianity is. We like to identify ourselves the way God doesn't even call us. 
I think sometimes it makes us feel humble, but that's not humility. True humility is submission to God's word. So to be really humble is to say, I am perfect. Because that's how God calls you. Your spirit is perfect. It's just like righteousness. Let's, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 1 verse 30. And I, I, I want us to read that together. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. When are you going to become righteous? You already are. God is not trying to make you righteous. You are, let me say this, you are as righteous as Jesus is. Because we've received of his righteousness. Now, to say you are not righteous is to say Jesus didn't do anything. Or what he did was not adequate or was not enough. But Jesus sacrificed himself for us. He was a perfect sacrifice. And everything that we require, everything that we needed from God, Jesus became for us. That's why he says that everything that you require for life and godliness, he is given unto you. So the righteousness that you required, Jesus became your righteousness. He became our wisdom. He became our sanctification. And he is our redemption. Glory to God. It's important you, listen. Oh, We've got to celebrate this every day. Christ is my righteousness. Do you know what it means? That you are as righteous as Jesus Christ is? Religion will tell you that "Mm, that is not true. Religion will fight. You might be hearing me and you're like, what is he talking about? But that's the word of God. We have to agree with God. Christ is made unto us righteousness from God. So he is my righteousness. I am as righteous as God wants me to be. I'm not struggling to be righteous. I'm not trying to be holy. Did you know that you don't have to be, you don't have to try to be holy? Listen, it's important. Listen, I'm saying this because if we don't recognize who we are, we will never live up to God's expectation. It's just like love. A Christian is not the one struggling to love people. Love is not an outside force. Love is your nature. The Bible says the love of Christ is shared abroad in our heart. You are a child of love. You are the product of love. Your nature is love. You are not struggling to love. It is who you are. That's your nature. An unbeliever doesn't understand love because he he can't know love. He's not a child of love. But you are a child of God, born of love. Oh, you know what God, the Bible calls Jesus? It's a God's love son. It's a who has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the love, the kingdom of, of his dear son, Jesus. The word translated, dear son, and other translation says, his love son, Jesus. So you are born of love. You are the product of love. The love of God is shared abroad in your heart. You are not struggling to love people. If you, if, you, if you are struggling, you are in the wrong street. So you have to wake up. I'm a child of love. I cannot not love. It's impossible for, not, for me not to love. It's impossible. 
We've got to understand what God's word says about it. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. I'm, I'm talking about our righteousness. Look at it. We call this scripture. It's a beautiful verse of scripture. It says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. God says your righteousness is of me. So when, every time that you're looking at yourself and you're looking at the wrong things and your errors and your mis, all your faults and your, all your mistakes, you are looking at the wrong thing. God wants you to take your eyes off yourself and look at what Jesus did for you. That's what the gospel is. Do you know what it means to, to say for God to call the gospel good news? If God calls someone good, it's, it's, it's better than good, the word good. If it is the good news, then it is better, it is good, if there's any word gooder than the word good. For God to say it is called the good news, do you know what that means? It must be really good. And the good news is, God, God's son, Jesus Christ, brought righteousness to every man. So if you believe in Jesus, you receive of his righteousness. And look, at, I was, let's, let's look at this scripture. Sometimes some scriptures make me cry. Colossians chapter 1, verse 22. I want you to read this verse of scripture. Let's read that together. And if I could get that from the NLT, I'll be very happy. The New Living Translation. I want, I want us to see some. It says, can we read that together? I, I want you to see that. Let's go. One to go. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence. And you, come on, come on. Look, look, you've got to see this. And you are holy and blameless oh, as you stand before him without a single fault. I told you that if God calls it the gospel, he calls it good news, then it's really good news. So in the sight of God, how do you see yourself? God says, why Jesus died to present you blameless. You are without fault. <laughs> A single fault. Do you see that? Glory to God. Am I, am I the only one seeing that in my Bible? Can we read that together? Please, let's read that together. Let's go. One, two, go. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you. He's not trying to bring you. He has brought you into his own presence. You hear some people, we are struggling to enter the presence of God. This is a journey that will never end. If you are struggling, we are, he's brought us into his presence and you are not trying to be holy, not trying to try so hard to be holy. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's the word of God means something to you. That's the word of God move you. And are you compelled of, of, of God's word? So I celebrate the word. I'm without blame. Hallelujah. My neighbors might try to blame me and fault me. They might try to see everything wrong with me. Everybody, your spouse may 
find fault with you. But Jesus in his sight, I am blameless. I'm without a single fault. Hallelujah. This is something to shout about. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, Come on, just lift up your hands. And thank the Lord. For, for, no wonder it's called the gospel. Good news. <laughs> it's called the good news. That the gospel can make a man, a sinner, the righteousness of God. Christ is my righteousness. I could not be righteous. Listen, I remember I lived a very religious life. I grew up in a summons of God church. And I tried to please God. I tried really hard. I tried to, oh boy. I remember those days. It was so hard. I thought like, I thought like well, if you're a good Christian, you're just quiet. And you don't say anything bad. And you're just nice. And then I find that someone gets, gets me mad. And I say something wrong. Oh, I missed it. Oh, Lord. Oof. But then I received the Holy Ghost. And I began to see the scriptures the way God sees me. And you see, the reason why it's, it's, I'm, I'm encouraging you to see that way is because when you see the way God sees, then you realize who you really are. You cease to live a religious life anymore. Christianity is not a religion. I've said that times without number. It's not a religion. It's a living relationship with a true God, with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Praise God. Listen, what is different about the gospel is about the man, Jesus Christ, and what he did. He died in my place, and I am his righteousness. Glory to God. All right, let's read Philippians chapter 3, verse 9. Uh, I'm, I want to close as fast as I can today. And, and we are learning so much. It's, and, and be found in him, that Paul was praying, is not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. But, the, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. There is a righteousness from God. Not based on your works. It is a righteousness by faith. You remember what the Bible says about Abraham? He said he believed God and he was accounted to him for righteousness. So I believe God today. Righteousness is accounted, it's accredited to me. Hallelujah. I'm not struggling to be righteous. Now let's read Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Look at what we do with righteousness. For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. So he says righteousness is a gift. You see that? The gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. So I reign in life by the righteousness of Jesus. We reign in righteousness. We reign in this life. When are you going to reign? When, listen, do you know you're never going to reign in, like, reigning, it's not, we're not reigning in heaven. We're supposed to reign here. Reign. Rule over circumstances. Because you have the righteousness of God. Working in your spirit. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 3 verse 27 and 28. He said, where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. 
You remember what he says, Romans chapter 5, verse 1, being declared righteous by faith, we are at friendship with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are at oneness with Christ Jesus in his, listen, he brought us into this beautiful relationship by his righteousness. Now I can stand before God without guilt, (laughs) without inferiority. I can stand. Do you know what it means to be in the presence of God? There was teaching about we have an access to the Father. Glory to God. We have access to God because of the righteousness that we have in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 4, the verse 1 to 8. It says, um, what shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh had found? For if Abraham was justified by works... He had whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture, Abraham believed God. And it was counted to him for righteousness. Not to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of death. So you see, the righteousness that we receive of God is not because you are working and toiling every heart every day. Or some, some Christians think that, oh, the reason why their prayers are not answered is not, oh, I'm not righteous enough. I'm not holy enough. I'm not. Hey, when are you going to stop struggling and just receive? Enjoy grace. Enjoy the righteousness of God that is available in Christ Jesus. So don't, ever, don't say you are not perfect. Because that's not a true spiritual statement. You can't prove to me any verse of scripture in the word that says you are not perfect. Even, even in the Old Testament, God, God asks Abraham, he says, I am El Shaddai, walk before me and be thou perfect. God was asking a man who wasn't born again to be perfect. Did you know that your nature, you are born again, you are far better than Abraham was because you have the life and nature of God inside you right now. So if God will ask Abraham to be perfect, what are you saying? I have the nature of his, I have God's nature. So I am the righteousness of God. My spirit is perfectly perfect. My actions may not be every time, but that does not change who I am. It's like, it's like a little baby who tries to walk and falls down and says, Oh, you just fell down. You're not a human being anymore. You, t- you turn to a goat because you fell down. Does that work? No. The child is still a human being. You train him up. Get up. This is how you fall down. You don't stay there. You keep walking. It doesn't change who you are. You may have fallen, but you are still as perfect as a human being as God made you to be. It's the same thing with righteousness. It's the same thing with perfection. And everything that God has made available in Christ Jesus, our responsibility is accept them, agree with God. Our experiences might not be what we think it should be, or what the Word of God says. But I like what Pastor Dave said some days ago. Our experiences do, does, not, does not negate or give credence to the Word of God. We should always define who we are based on what God's Word says, not how we feel. So you do something wrong today, I am the righteousness of God. If you accept that, your spirit, when your spirit man takes hold of the reality of God's word in your spirit, your actions will change. It's like a man who likes cursing. Like saying all those, until, until there's a change in your spirit, 
You can't change what comes out. The change must be in your spirit. And the change happens with the word. When you accept God's word, that you are his righteousness. You accept the word of God, that you are holy. You accept God's word, that you are prosperous and rich. You are glorious. Your life will change. Your actions will conform to God's word. But if you keep saying, we are not perfect. Uh, I'm not a perfect person. I'm just a no perfect. You are talking yourself down. You need to talk yourself based on what God says about you. So are we going to make some changes? I'm, I'm as perfect as Jesus is. This is not a blasphemy. This is not, listen, this is the word of God. I am as righteous as Jesus Christ is. If you don't accept that, then what gospel do you believe in then? It's the gospel of his righteousness. Is <laughs> Do you know that when God looks at you, he sees you as Jesus is? He sees you in the light of Jesus. Because we are born after him. God wanted many sons and he made Jesus to die. That he may bring up many sons and daughters unto himself. So you are the righteousness of God. Praise God. Listen, look, I, I remember I was meditating on this scripture. The Bible said when he was raised up. I've been thinking about Easter uh, recently these days. When he was raised up, we were raised together with him. Oh my Lord. I, I was full of tears. We were raised together with him. Oh Lord Jesus. I was raised together with him. Oh, hallelujah. No one they said, as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. I was raised together with him. I, I think about myself as a man who was born in Ghana several years ago. He says, you were raised together with him. Levi, you were raised together with him. When he was buried, we were buried together with him. When God raised him from the dead, we were raised together with him. And where are we now? Seated together with him. In the, in the heavenlies. What a gospel. I am seated together with him. For, uh, <laughs> look at that. Far above all principality. Glory to God. All power, all dominion. Listen, that's what the devil is not a factor. Because we are higher than him. We are seated together in the heavenly places. Praise God. When we meditate on this, it changes everything about us. So I'm encouraging us, see the way God sees you. See yourself in the light of his word. You are not struggling to love. Don't let anyone drum that. Listen, it's impossible for a Christian. Listen, your nature is love. Your nature is righteousness. Your nature is glory. You, you are full of strength. No wonder Paul said, my sufficiency, my ability, my hikonotis, the Greek, is of God. My ability is of God. My righteousness is of God. My strength is of God. Praise God. Think about that and there's no limitation for you anymore. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. How much time do I have? 
a lot more time? Oh, okay. No one wants to go home. That's a good sign that um, you're enjoying the message. Praise God. Now let's go. Let's go back to the verse of scripture that I started with. First Corinthians chapter one, verse thirty. Can I have that from? Is it possible to get that from the Amplified Classic? And I want you to look at the three things, like the four things that Christ has made unto us. He's made unto us wisdom. Have you meditated on that? That means that you have wisdom to. You have wisdom, the wisdom that you require to handle anything. You have the wisdom of God working inside of you. It's about, it is from Him that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom from God. Revealed to us a knowledge of the divine plan of salvation previously hidden, manifesting itself as our righteousness, thus making us upright. And putting us in right standing with God. And our consecration. Making us pure and holy. And our redemption providing our ransom for eternal penalty for sin. Christ is my redemption. The word redemption also means riddance. Riddance. So he rids you of every trouble. So if there was going to be trouble on your way, Christ is my riddance. Yes. R-I-D-D, riddance. He rids me of every trouble, of every difficulty. Praise God. He is my redemption. Christ is my riddance. Hallelujah. He is my righteousness. I have the wisdom that I require. I love someone that Pastor Dave uh, and Pastor Jeannie wanted us to do this morning. I felt like that was powerful. And like, you have to learn, I think, they, they, were, they were teaching us how to respond to God. That's how I saw it. Responding and being vocal and opening the, in, in, in the presence of God, not timid. I want, to, I want us to take it a little higher in terms of the word of God. I want us to have boldness to declare who God says we are. This is, it will change your life. It will change your life. When you are bold to say what God says about, I am the righteousness of God. I am the glory of God. Remember Christians said, oh, God says he's not going to share his glory with any man. How many of you have heard that? <laughs> That's not for a Christian. Jesus said, the glory that you have given me, I have given to them. We share the same glory. God is not in, he's not trying to compete with you in terms of sharing his glory. <laughs> That's not his goal. If you read the context, he was talking about other gods. But not his children. We are his kids. He's our father. He's a father of glory. And I, I remember I was telling you some time ago, if he's called the father of glory, what are you? No, no, wait. If he is the father of, if John, like Deb, I mean Steve, he's a fa- like Steve is his father, who is he? Now that's not confusing. If he's, the, if he's called the father of glory, then you are glory. You are not a son of glory, you are called glory. 
Because he is the father of glory. Then who are you? You are glory. That's what the Bible says. You are the glory of God. We are God's glory. We need to understand it and live that way. Praise God. I'm a child of God. Born again, full of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. All right. I don't want to keep you here. So, can we lift up our hands and just pray and just thank him for his word? If you were sick, let me tell you, the word that you've heard has made you whole. Because there's power in the word of God. There's glory in his word. Father, we just bless your holy name today. Thank you for the opportunity to hear your word, to be blessed, to be strengthened, to be edified, to be taught, to be, to be inspired in our spirits today. We just bless you. Thank you for the glory in your word. And as we look, as we look at the word, your glory, we are changed. We are transformed from glory to glory. We thank you for your word that has taken us I, I can see in the realm of the spirit, even the glory in your life has increased. Just by just listening to God's word, God's glory has increased on your life tonight. Because there's glory in his word. And Lord, we just thank you for your glory that's manifested in our lives today. We thank you for a glorious week. Oh, the blessing of God is upon your home. The blessing of God is upon your home. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and throughout this week, you will hear great news, great news, great news. You hear testimonies, see at the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Supernatural, the supernatural will be manifested in your life throughout this week in the name of Jesus. The glory of God, you will see it, you will experience it. You will, you will rejoice and celebrate. Because of the power of God that is continually manifested in your life. We just give you praise, Heavenly Father, tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much, everyone. I love you so much for coming. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.